Okay, Josh, I think we should do a podcast and I think we should start it right now. All right. One whole episode. Let's do it. One episode. I didn't say that right. And, oh boy. Okay. So, um, as is our new tradition, I'm going to start with the FU card. We haven't always done this, but now, now is the time. Okay. So, there are two <laughs> things in our follow up card. One is from you, that sweet COVID life. What's your COVID 19 update? Uh, our update is we're out of, we're out of quarantine period. We're back. Back in the swing of things, my kids did have um, spring break this past week, so that was even more uh, like insurance against any kind of stuff because we didn't really do much. So, our yeah, they're all yeah. On Monday, everyone's going back to school. Everyone's going back to regular life. So nice to get back to regular life, huh? Mm, And how? Uh, No one had any kind of. uh severe case nope nope we were all fine and even though bethany didn't feel great um she took several pcrs and it never never. yeah yeah and we had i don't know like i'll we we gave cvs a lot of money for the like take-home tests (laughs) yeah but yeah blew through those we're done those free ones yeah oh yeah like in a day Four per household? Come on. Come on. Um, okay, great. So that's good to hear. I'm glad that um, the Davy family is out of the, out of the weeds of COVID. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, for me, there's a follow-up item that um, Tuck is in oh, – sorry, Jack is in this show called Tuck Everlasting. There was some debate amongst the both of us about how many performances it was going to be. I think I floated the, the number six. Mm-hmm. And you thought that was kind of high. You I took did. my under. I did. Yeah. And you got. I verified with Jess. And that was the line, huh? And it was six. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have won because it needed to be like 6.5 for me to take the over <laughs> under, right? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Well, it's okay. Room for next time that there's a show that I disagree with. Okay, so okay. are all the shows over now? No. In fact, he's got one tonight, or they have one tonight, and then Saturday, Sunday, and they'll, they'll get them at five. And they have one more closing night next Saturday, I want to say, a week from tomorrow. Oh, so it's like been a multiple weekend thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's why I was so confused. I was thinking this is a one weekend thing. And gotcha. you're not going to do six shows in one weekend. That's too much for a high school student. Okay. Yep. Okay. So in a way, we were both right. In a way, I was right about my own growing up. <laughs> okay, great. Let's move on to what went well. <laughs> I've got one here. It says, I'm into reading books again. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, like growing up, I read a lot. Uh, I, I definitely was in a phase in like junior high into high school where I was like reading a ton of fantasy novels. Like I just couldn't, uh, like it was just one after the other. Yeah. Um, but as I came of like college age and, you know, kids and everything, it's pretty, I found it hard to keep up a reading habit. Um, per, are you, but are you thinking specifically about fiction or just any books? Any books. Okay. Cool. So, like, right now, I've got um, – I still haven't finished that 
N.K. Jemison book, like the third in the, in, in her uh, Broken sure. Earth trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm working on that, but I'm also working on Thing Explainer. So this is the book from the author of XKCD. Oh, um, okay. A web comic. So his idea for this book is like explain complicated physics or science or like whatever kind of things using only the 1,000 most used English words. Interesting. That is a very interesting constraint. It is. And so when he's explaining something like um, the International Space Space Station, he calls the, you know, the rocket ship that's going up there or whatever a space truck. Because he can't <laughs> use the, the words that are the right words. Right. He has to use words that approximate it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And when he's explaining cells in our body, he calls them like water bags. <laughs> Anyway, so so I'm I'm uh, getting off topic here. So what went well is that I'm excited about reading again, and um, but I want to point out because I can't just do something; I have to like organize it or like do something mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Meta, I made a spreadsheet where I can track each book as I've read them and the number of pages in that book. Oh, John. So my hope is that I'll be able to. <laughs> track my number of pages because i believe you should track number of pages not number of books hold on hold on okay 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 this is not a progress <laughs> spreadsheet you're not reading 10 books at a time and putting what page on the book you're on this is just the books that you've read and how many pages they contained exactly okay you're gamifying uh you're trying to give yourself more credit for longer books <laughs> that's right okay 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 but then I read a um, graphic novel, and it's a collection of half dozen comic book issues. Okay. So I can't like look at the last page and know the number of pages in that book because the last page is like the mm. last page of the last comic. So it might say something yeah. like twenty three or something like that. Also, if you're giving yourself credit for each page <laughs> of a graphic novel. <laughs> What? I don't know. The I don't pages. Know. I don't know. I don't what know. are you going to I'm not going to finish that pages? sentence. I'm not okay. going to argue. I'm not going to argue about that. So then that led me to there's probably like a books API where I could like give it the ISBN number and it'll spit back to me where sure. it thinks the page count uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now I'm like researching book APIs. I'm like trying to figure out how to have my spreadsheet call an API to populate. Yeah. So this is, this is what happens to me. I I can't just be into reading books. (laughs) Right. You're finding a way to not read is what's happening. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this is what happens to me with any organizational project. You know, it's like, Oh, I should get organized with this. You know, what would really help me. And then I, I don't do the thing. Right. And you know, Two hours later, you're 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 like, oh, I guess I'd made the perfect Trello board, but I didn't actually do the thing that I needed to do. Right. Wow, that Trello board though looks so good. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll mark that addressed. Um, and the could be improved column. You've got one here. It says trampoline, more like trampo pain. Yeah. So <laughs> did someone get hurt on a trampoline? Me. Uh, oh, I. So last night we... Josh, you're way too old to go on a trampoline. I, that's what I told myself when I, after I was done. But I went on there. My, we were over at like... We were kind of house-sitting. Um, oh, okay. 
more or less. I mean, Bethany and I both took, we got some nights away by staying at some friends. They have an Airbnb that's mm. attached to their house. And so we stayed in their a- Airbnb and kind of like, they have chickens. We tended to them. And anyway, last night we took the whole family and we had a bonfire. They have a really nice like fire pit with like brick patio lined thing around it. And it's real nice. Fun. So yeah. out they have a trampoline next to all that. And my kids were jumping around having fun. And then I was like, you know, I grew up with a trampoline. So I was like, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to slide on in there. I probably got some, st- some skills still. I mean, I, I was like, yeah, jumping, I was fine. And then I'd like tried, I jumped up and tried to land on my back and then go back to a, that was like a common thing. Vertical. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, um, yeah, it really didn't, it didn't feel it didn't good. Go my, well. well, my shoulder was like, um, ouch, you know, so sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. Did the kids get a kick out of you jumping like a young person? I don't know. Um, they they seemed to at first uh, until I fell down, and then and then I was just like, I need to go um, have a minute to myself here. Anyway, so but like Bethany was trying to massage my my muscle my my. Uh, my shoulder and like today I've been like sitting all weird last night I had a trouble mm. I'm like man I'm pushing 40 I cannot get on a trampoline I think that's no. the answer that's the answer I'm not a person like and if I wanted to I, I would have to spend four hours stretching <laughs> and then I get on and then I have four more hours of stretching uh, to cool down yeah and there's, and there's going to be icy hot in there too I mean the Bengay is a flowing. <laughs> when the Bengays are flowing, don't come a knocking. Don't come know. a jumping. Uh, yeah. So f- from the other side of 40, I can tell you, you absolutely are too old to go on a trampoline. Have you done this? Have you made this mistake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, recently. I don't, I, don't, I don't go on that trampoline anymore. Okay. No. Okay. Much to Jack's disappointment, he would love to see Pops up on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think, too, if I were on there with him, it'd be pretty quick where he'd be like, all right, Dad, you've probably done enough here. Yeah. I think I just want to go back to me doing it by myself. Man, I was I was feeling excited because I was like, uh, the younger two were on there, and I was like mm. kind of sending them. You know, yep. we're like jumping. I'm a much bigger body than them. And so when I jump, it really like double bounces them up. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well, maybe, maybe okay. ne- by next week, my shoulder will feel better. Yeah, no, rest it up. Uh, don't forget about ice and ibuprofen. Um, Josh, there's a card and what went well that we kind of touched on here. You, you, you wrote, we did a bonfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's the other part is we, uh, we cooked out um, over the bonfire, nice. did some s'mores and stuff. Did uh, Do you do pie irons? Have you ever done a pie iron? What's a pie iron? It sounds delicious. Uh, so a, the pie iron is a thing you stick in a bonfire. But okay. you, what you make inside of it is it's like two cast iron halves that, mm. that are the size of sliced bread. Mm. And so inside you can do – we did pie iron pizzas. 
So you put, oh. you do the slices of bread, you do pizza sauce and mozzarella cheese, shove it in there. Because it's cast iron, you know, it just kind of whatever heats up and then eventually pull mm-hmm. it out and scrape the thing off and eat it. And it's a delicious, like, uh, bonfire hot pocket. It's basically what it is. It sounds good. The other thing people have done with pie irons that I haven't done in, in a long time, but um, this is how I was introduced to them, is you take cherry pie filling mm. and you put that in between two pieces of bread, mm. stick that in there, and then you got like, you know, you got a nice little uh, bonfire dessert. So it's nice. Anyway. Cool. Uh, it must have been nice weather, huh? Yeah, it's in the you know, 60s, 70s here. Um, and it was, yeah, this was all last night. So, nice. yeah. Wait, last night on a Thursday? Yeah, it's spring break. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll mark that address. Sounds fun. I, uh, it just like hasn't been a nice enough weather to do anything like that around here. Um, but we're like on the precipice. Mm-hmm. We're almost there. Right. Um, let's continue with what went well. You have one here, Josh. Got Bethany new MacBook. I did. I really did. Nice. Um, so, yeah. What so, has she been using? Another MacBook. So she kind of has been using. Let's go into Apple lore for a minute. She's been using. Let's do it. Do you remember the Butterfly Key MacBooks? Like oh, yeah. the first Touch Bar MacBooks. Mm-hmm. It's the one I got with one of my former jobs. And mm-hmm. I got to take it with me when, when I was um, downsized anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I've I since have a different work computer. Um, that's like the main family computer, but it's what she's been using for all of her schoolwork. The keyboard is terrible. Like it's one of those, yeah. you know. Apple does a lot of things right. That keyboard was decidedly not one of them. It was garbage. It was absolute garbage. I mean, any like. If you look at it weird, a key will get stuck. It's really not good. And so, yeah, it's been bad. I've been really worried that, like, the keyboard's going to go out and she won't be able to do her schoolwork. So mm-hmm. it's the, the, the um, cherry kind of on top of, of it is the speakers. Like, I don't know if it's the tweeter or what, but it got... Like anytime she's on a call, Mm -hmm. yeah. Anytime she's on a call, she has to use headphones because it sounds Mm. terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got I got one of the um. This maybe is silly to do in this part of the cycle, but I got a 2020 MacBook Pro, like the 13 inch. So this isn't the most recent thing. It's an Intel machine. No, it's an M1. It's the oh, is it? It's the main M1s back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like. What I mean is <clears throat> they're probably going to update that machine. But it was the first round of M1s. That's when it came okay, out. Okay, I'm with you. Yep, actually just has that, that same machine. Okay, yeah. yeah. The reason I wanted to get that is because the like 14 and 16-inch ones are way more expensive and way more than what she needs. Um, totally. And the battery life is the best on this of any of them. So yeah, the battery is crazy on that machine. Yeah, that's the one that Bri- I remember Brian a long time ago was talking about. He's like, I got suckered in by the battery life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I'm excited about that too because you know that other computer it's older and you know it probably only lasts a couple hours before you need to plug it in again. So yeah, this will be good so for what, her going on campus and all that kind of stuff. What'd you do with the old one? Cycling? I still have it, but I'm right. I'm trading it in. 
So oh, nice. the trade-in, it was still worth like $700 or something like that from Apple. Sweet. So That's nice. I'm like, now I assume they're going to give me all of it. When I did the trade-in right. thing before with my like iPhone 8, that's the only other time I've done the trade-in where you send it in. It definitely had some scratches. It didn't. It didn't feel like a new phone anymore, and I got the full amount that I was eligible for. So I kind of, I kind of think they'll be okay. I mean, it works. It's just a few things that they would probably Apple Care fix anyway, like and turn know. it into a refurbished machine that they probably sell to somebody. Exactly. That's exactly what they're going to be doing with it. So, well, that's cool. Um, did, did she have any setting up new computer woes, or did that go smoothly? Well, because yeah, she just she hasn't done a ton with it yet, but it seems like it's working. It's going to work fine. My my Please. own peace of mind is that other computer looks pretty rough. Like mm. I am a little bit more careful with my um, tech things. Like the other computer, it definitely looks a lot more dinged up than when I was the one using it. So gotcha. I I told okay. I I said. Well, we're going to be getting a case for this. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I hate laptop cases, I but I think I might be okay with it on on hers. Plus, because she's like, you want to be able to trade it in for for full value in five years or something. Not even that. I just don't want it to like oh. fall and bust open. I feel like. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> so okay. yeah, I, cool. I think I, I'd call the success. A plus plus would Apple again, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Um, let's go back over to could be improved. Um, I wrote this one. When I read Mythical Man Month, it's like reading Grandpa's Yelling. Um, so what I so <laughs> Mythical Man Month is a book about reflecting on the successes and failures of software projects. And it was written like in the 70s. It came out in like 75 or something like that. Uh-huh. And what I'm specifically referring to here is the way that like it's so gendered like everything is mm. oh, how many yeah. men do we have on the project yep yep yep. you know we're gonna need a secretary to help so and so and it's just like poof. i'm reading it because like it is a well-read like pretty well-respected tome and like things come from it in our industry you know like it is it's kind of like it reminds me a little bit of like the Bible in that everyone quotes it, but no one's ever read it. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to remedy that situation because I have quoted it. Um, <laughs> and, but I never had. I looked at the table it. of contents. That's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. right? But, but so, so anyway, so I was, I was reading it um, before our call today and yeah, it was just really in my face that a uh, very privileged white guy from the seventies wrote this book. Mm. That's the third least kind of, third worst kind of privileged white guy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Have you read any uh, computer books recently? I'm going through, I've got it right here, actually. Crafting Interpreters. Have you seen this book? So this is is a book about... Computer science-y. Yeah, it goes through and you make a programming language. I don't know if you've done one of these before, but it's kind of two halves. The first one Mm. is a... um, like you, it does it in the JVM. Oh, someone mm. was drawing in this book. That was not me. Hmm. Um, it was on your kids. It, it, it yes. Um, the dancer clued me <laughs> off there, and some simple math. Hmm. 
<laughs> I love Martin. the idea that some kid was like, well, I do, do need to do some math. Maybe I'll just gra- grab dad's book and do it inside the front cover. Right. Uh, <laughs> it says one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four, four plus four equals eight, eight plus eight equals 16. And then there's mm. some pictures. So okay. mm, you tell me. No, this is, it's two halves. The first one's like implement the language as mm. a pure interpreted language in Java. The second half is make a bytecode compiler with a Ooh. VM in C. Whoa. Okay. So it's, pre- but, and it's also like a pretty good book. It's also available online for free. Like huh. you can read the whole thing on the website. That's um, cool. But, you know, I wanted to support the guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and it's, he's, he's really good at this. Uh, but mm. I'm trying to do the C portion in Rust interesting yeah which means that some of all of the rigmarole that he goes through to like build up you like you build hash hashes from scratch mm. um you know and like here's like okay make a hashing function mm. like things like that you i don't have to that do in that and yeah, yeah you get that in rust or you could pull in a library if you really wanted a custom hashing function you know things like that um yeah, it's fun. It's it's interesting to play around again. I've done more like interpreted runtime-based languages before, um, mostly Lisps, uh, because I think it's fun to implement languages. That's cool. um, so yeah, it is fun. Um, you're reminding me that um, at at work we've been setting aside some time to work on exorcism. Well, it was exorcism.io. Now it's exorcism. Org, I think. Anyway, Exorcism is like a platform for learning programming languages. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we've been setting aside some time at work to work on, like, mob on one of these problems. Do you have a specific programming language that you're going through? We've done done two um, times of this, and it was Ruby both times. Okay, cool. So I've got some beginning engineers on my team, and there's some... I don't know. Like sometimes when you're new to programming, you feel imposter syndrome. You feel like, ah, I don't know anything, whatever. Mm. And so I wanted to like, like, let's, let's level set this. Let's just go back to like programming challenges. Right. It's not about our, our, our weird implementation of rails, not about the institutional knowledge of knowing you have to go over here to push this. You know, it's like we're all created equal in trying to solve this fizzbuzz thing or whatever. Right. And it's been super helpful i think to yeah. form some camaraderie on the team and like help some of my more junior engineers know that, that like you do know stuff like you are yeah participating in this discussion about how to implement this thing anyway um so you you reminded me of that because there are some exercises that kind of nibble at you know implementing your own xyz thing mm. in, in 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 whatever language so it's not, not nearly the uh, extreme of the book that you're describing but they have some things like that cool Anyway, yeah. Okay, cool. I will mark that addressed. Uh, we're doing pretty good. We only have a few more left here. Um, I'll go. I'm going to stick with could be improved uh, from you, Josh. I can't stop watching the dumbest show. What show is it? <laughs> uh, it's this show called The Magicians. Did you ever watch uh, that? Yeah, I watched that dumb show too. Um, and I keep thinking it's going to be not campy. And it totally feels like this campy romp through. I don't. I don't even know. It yeah. it feels a little bit like they tried to turn Harry Potter into a show for adults. 
like well every once in a while we'll put some gore in there and then we'll say it's an, an adult show but for the most part it feels very much like watching um some some like teenage soap show from the mid 2000s i can't describe it very well but so I was going to assume that this was made by the CW network. It's not. It's made by sci-fi. Right. I looked it up on um, on um, Wikipedia. But that's the kind of vibe I get from it. Totally. Like it's a CW show. Yeah, totally. Yep. And like, but I liked the first season. I thought it was fun. It is stupid, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm midway through second season. It's kind mm. of, it's kind of filling a slot. Uh, right now where I'm not sure what the next thing is I want to watch. I think Mm. Bethany and I want to uh, get back into The Flight Attendant, which we watched the first season of. Never finished. Oh, right. Season two just came out. Season two just came out, yeah. So we'll we'll probably get that. But in the meantime, this is like, uh, she's kind of mid-paper writing and I'm like, well, what's a show that I can watch that she will not be sad? Yeah. Yeah, so. This reminds me... um, I think only because the themes are a little the same. Uh, there's a show, I think on Netflix, called Sabrina or something like that. So there was a oh, show okay. in like the 90s, I want to say, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh-huh. And it's like a spiritual successor to that show or something, or maybe like okay. a reimagining of that show. Anyway, but it's like modern. It has that CW vibe, but very, um, I don't know, it's kind, of some, it's kind of got some fun takes on magic and demons and stuff. I don't okay. Know, okay. And the art and the, the you know, the I, people I'm who like watch Hocus su- Pocus probably are pretty into it. I am a sucker for a good title sequence. I've I've begun to realize this about myself. Mm, we talked about okay. Peacemaker, right? Oh yeah, and how that that's that a great intro title is like yep. so good, and like Sabrina has a really good one too. Anyway, okay. Are you one of the people that uh, watched all of the Game of Thrones intro? Every time <laughs> I am the kind of person that would watch. The okay. Cause I know it changed every season, but yeah. uh, I don't and know. I, I, I always I, skipped it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of dumbest, dumbest show, we watched the Batman last night. Oh, how was that? You're for you? the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robert, you're aware it's, the, it's twilight. The animated Batman, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, again, I do not understand who is running DC. Like, it's 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 as if they're trying to do a bad job and they want to get fired. Do and like, you, but they just keep getting it to do what they want. I think you're making the assumption that there's like one decision maker that's like, hmm, well, I'm the direction of DC Comics and the cinematic. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's just like, hey, you know what made a lot of money? Batman. <laughs> Let's make it again. <laughs> Let's make more money on that. Yeah, so like they rebooted Batman again with what's his face from Twilight. And like they just I feel like they just rebooted it to get Ben Affleck in there to do their DC oh, right. cinematic universe. Yep. Yep. Like what are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it's cuz I don't go to movies very often, but I also feel like the Christopher Nolan ones aren't even that old. Um, yeah, totally. And like those are still real good. Yeah. Oh, that like their take on Joker was real hot. Like, well, yeah. You're reminding me though that I watched the new newest Spider Man with Oliver. Uh, that oh, was nice! His, like a spring break thing, and it, I thought the same thing. Like, I feel like the Tobey Maguire 
Spider-Mans are not really that old. But I think that the truth is that I'm old. I think old. they are. I think that yeah. I'm old. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, anyway, that was what, like that was what, what did he think of that? I, I think that's a really good Spider-Man movie. He loved, I mean, he loved all three of them. Those are the three, like, Marvel ones that we've seen a full thing of. Um, mm-hmm. And there's too many Marvel movies for him to watch them all, but... Uh, we're slowly easing our way in, and those are—I think those are nice, good ones for his age group. We, yeah, he—he he really liked Homecoming a lot, but I think he might have liked this one more. Yeah, is Homecoming the first one? Homecoming is the one with like Michael Keaton. Is he a Falcon or something? I don't remember. Yep, yep, he's a uh, Vulture. I believe Vulture. Is okay. Name. That's right. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, that, I mean, it's an origin, more of an origin story, right? Because he's like running around in a hoodie, and that and that's just. <laughs> they so had a lot of fun with this one, though, because no spoilers. No yeah, no way home. That's the one that we just watched. And it, um, spoiler alert! Um, there's like they bring back the, they like tie in the other Spider-Man movies, which is super smart of them to like acknowledge the fact that, yeah, we've made a whole bunch of these things. Yeah. Um, and they brought back one of the best people playing a villain to be kind of the main villain in this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really cool. They're tying it into the idea of multiverses. Right. Uh, later this year, we'll get a Dr. Strange movie that explores this more directly. Um, and so I think that's kind of where they're kind of trying to tie some of these threads together. Yeah. I think one thing I get a little bit nervous and scared about is that somehow the multiverse will become um, like the metaverse. And I really don't want to like start seeing a whole bunch of bros spinning Bitcoin in a Spider-Man movie, you know? <laughs> no, I don't want that either. No one wants that. Um, sorry. One, a couple more, more points on the Batman. Um, it's a little darker take on Batman. Uh, even though Nolan's was pretty dark, I was going to say darker than that. Jeez, maybe maybe um, maybe just on par with that, okay. as opposed to Ben Affleck's Batman that was pretty. Eh, it was a little more milk toast. Sure, yeah, I don't know what that means, um, but so I thought I saw a really funny thing on, you know, McSweeney's Internet Tendency. Oh, absolutely, yeah, of course you do. I think it was on there where someone was like, "Hey, can like." The next Batman movie be like for kids. Like, <laughs> hey, can can like kids yeah. have a Batman? Yeah, right. That was pretty funny. That's pretty because it's very adult folk. Like, this is a movie for people who watched Michael Keaton's Batman and are like, I'm ready for a new take on it. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Which that wasn't that Tim Burton it too. I mean, it's not like that when's the Tim last Burton. time there's been a lighthearted Batman? <laughs> yeah, for real. I think that. Um, even Batman the Animated Series, which was purportedly for kids, was pretty dark. I mean, all, I mean, certainly compared to the zaniness of, like, the, the 60s TV show or whatever. Oh, yeah. Crash Boom Pow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, okay, uh, I want to go back to my Notion thing here. Okay, taking that addressed. Uh, what went well? So um, 
Sunday was Easter, and so we went out for a nice dinner, and that was nice. That's great. Yeah. I feel more safe in restaurant settings, um, and no one acted like an idiot, and the food was good, and yeah, it was nice. And Jack behaved? It's been Jack a while behaved. since Jack sat in a restaurant, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe we've... He's He's been to a restaurant a few times, but he is, um, you know, he's six. He's a little squirrely. But, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were able to keep him focused and right. he didn't interrupt too much. There's four, there's four seats at the table, uh, the three of us, and then the pile of activities that we've brought for Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Josh, what's for dinner? Well, um, it was fun while it lasted, but we're going back to pizza. Oh, what was the one before? Oh, I don't remember now. Oh, we had Thai. We had Thai, I think, oh, last, last time. Yeah, but we did we did Thai and then Mexican food last week. So mm. need need something. I got a text from Bethany like, hey, I'm doing errands. I got the kids. Please order a pizza. Nice. I obliged happily, and I haven't had mm-hmm. pizza in a while, so it'll be fun. What about you? Uh, well, Jess is already headed to the high school for the the performance tonight. Jack is at Grandma and Grandpa's house because there was no school yesterday and today. And so they helped us out by taking him so I could focus on work. Whatever. Wait, so wait, Jack's not in the in the show tonight. He is. Oh. So Grandma will take him over there. Okay. You know, I think show times at like seven or something like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So all that to say, I'm on my own for dinner tonight. All right. All right. Jack Everlasting. And we have, I think on Monday night, Jess made, you know, like, I think when we got married, my mom made her this kind of like cookbook of like Allured family favorites. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, so she, I think that's where she got the idea to to make this particular casserole. And I just, um, so we had it Monday and uh, there's some leftovers that I'm going to enjoy after um, you know, for dinner tonight. Oh yeah. A casserole. That's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Oh yeah. It gets better with age. Oh yeah. Well, uh, depends on how much mayonnaise is in there, but. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what's dinner for me tonight. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, Josh, I think that we, we produced another, um, edition of podcast. our, of our podcast series. So it'd be like one episode uh-huh. and, uh, you can't take that away from me. Hmm. <laughs> well, John, I guess there's only one any, other thing to what? Any danglers? Any danglers? <sighs> uh, no, I'm good. What about you? Dangle free. All right, man. Hey, I love, love you. you. See you next time. Bye bye.